ready to begin. What year is this? The year is 2020, and this is Beyond Sin. He didn't even look. I did look. <laughs> I'm recording now. <laughs> he acts like he cares. You know, I think Andy secretly doesn't know how to read. That's why uh, Grammarly pops up. We should all chip in and get him Grammarly for his birthday. Grammarly is free, you dopes. It's free. <laughs> That's the whole point of Grammarly. <laughs> this is what Grammarly wants. Andy, that can't be right. Grammarly wants you to tell us all that it's free. So now they're getting free advertising from you. That's right. All I'm saying is every time I watch a video on YouTube, it's usually an ad for Grammarly is what I get advertised. That's all I'm saying. This is all part of their plan. Yeah, but they always give you like a free shitty version if you want the proper version. The free version will just point out your mistakes. It won't change them. <laughs> then they'll say, pay, pay $9.99 per month, you know? That's what it does, Andy. It's not, nothing's yeah, free. Yeah, there's definitely a paid version, Andy. You can't assume it's just free. Yeah. The girl in the Please. ad says, as a college student, I'm glad that it's free. Maybe it's free for students. Why don't you just click on the yeah. fucking ad and go to the website? No I'm way. going right now. <laughs> <laughs> clicking on their Just, damn ad They can fuck themselves Well you know what If you click on their ad It also wastes a quarter for them Oh yeah that's true Then you'll never see their ads again <laughs> That's and true And I also thought about this That whenever you waste someone's ad By clicking on it They'll also get bad geography data It'll be diluted Because they'll think like Oh this click from Austin, Texas Is part of our audience But like I'm like Nope fuck you <laughs> I'm just messing around They ought to call you Math Mendoza Math Doza Math Doza. We should start Mike the show. Math Doza. Yeah, I'm recording. I'm recording. Is Marco recording? <laughs> I'm recording, yeah. Good. All right, listen. This is Beyond Synth, and today we're doing a family show. And that means I am here with Mike Mendoza. Simone Biles, listen, she's primed and ready to make Olympic history tonight at Tokyo 2020. Florence Bullock. Hi, everyone. And Marco Merrick. I have nothing cool to say, but hey, how you doing? Hey, man, that's the coolest thing you could say. I haven't heard from you guys in a while. We've totally switched roles here, Marco. I know, right? <laughs> so is Marco going to be the Florence of this episode? Apparently. Like, whatever. And Florence came in all happy. Grammarly is 30 bucks a month. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> It is not. It's free. <laughs> no, I'm it's looking probably at Grammarly free Premium. for students because that's what the ad said. The <laughs> student said, wow, I'm glad it's yeah. free. No, it's free for anyone who doesn't know how to read. <laughs> First of all, it's not even to help you read, it's to help you write. I feel like I shouldn't be laughing that much at that joke, but I can't help it. Well, what I'm going to do today, I thought, you know, we're here. I asked my uh, listeners in the Beyonce Discord to come up with suggestions, and I visited Twitter and said, what do you guys want us to talk about? And so I'm going through the list, and I don't think any of these are useful, but I'm going to read them off, and then if it sparks any sort of useful conversation. Well, what's the food one? I thought that could lead into a conversation. Well, I'll, about food. I'll, I'll go through it here. Food so, one. food one. Yeah, I like food. Yeah, see, food there you go. Food one? Andy was like, "There's nothing good in there," and I'm like, "You gotta trust 
your fans. No, there is nothing good in there. Oh, you're just so lame. For everyone listening, Beyond Synth is a music show. I'm here with the Beyond Synth. We're going to listen to some tunes today. Marco's picked out some tracks, um, as he does, and we're going to listen to some tunes and have a good time. Fucking suggestion one is have Lou Rinaldi on as a guest. <laughs> Did Lou Rinaldi write that? Of course no, he did. No, that'll take too long. It'll take... Because Lou Rinaldi talks slow as molasses. This is what I was thinking of when Mike's like, oh, there's some I good suggestions you, in there. I'm like, yeah, like that one? <laughs> that was fucking number one. That's what I call a bad suggestion. <laughs> Any other suggestions? I love you, Lou. So we're going to just scroll down here. Lou Rinaldi's my PR guy, my private relations guy. Is he? Yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> was, was a weird laugh. <laughs> okay, uh, Prophet of Jupiter says, I liked the episode where you guys discussed some of your favorite songs from an era slash year and kind of riffed on that. I suspect you could do an entire show discussing favorite movies just between you and Modern Nightly. That's Mike. Or maybe favorite cheesy TV show, favorite single item on a fast food restaurant's menu, top 10 desert island discs or songs, etc. That's a lot right there. I don't know. Does that does that excite you? Does Prophet of Jupiter excite it you? It excites me, but wasn't it focused? Wasn't it like 1981 or something like that? Wasn't it like specific? Yeah, I think it was a year. Yeah. It was, definitely, right? Mm. So what if we keep that on ice till the end and we start looking up stuff right now? Because uh, I, I feel like we have to <laughs> prep for something like that, right? Yeah. Like, what if we all just type 1985 songs? All right. We doing 1985? 85. Well, we could just talk about Scarface yeah. the whole episode. <laughs> Imagine the last one was also 85. Wait, weren't we talking <laughs> about One Hit Wonders? Yeah, I think oh, we did. All right, right, so let's do... Oh, we're going to do 1985 right. movies and Tab music. Five. So just type in 1985 movies okay, and music. That. i got so many tabs open already. All Don't right. you tell them to do the thing I just said like it was your idea. I'm going to edit out your audio, too, so that <laughs> it's not a good idea, Andy. That's a great idea, Andy. You're thanks. welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. I said you're welcome before you said thanks. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's going to thank me for this. What was, uh, what's another suggestion? And I... Th- I feel like the next one was like Time Slap. He basically suggested Time Slap. So Pudnut said uh, maybe a riff track style family viewing of The Force Awakens. I mean, we can't do that today, but... Oh, that's live commentary, yeah. Wait, The Force Awakens? But Andy doesn't have a problem with that one. Yeah, I mean, that's the one I like the most out of the new ones. Exactly, so that's no fun. (laughs) Jefferson Rift says a survival episode where you all have to listen to a supercut of only Andy's laughter and whoever lasts the longest wins. Wins. What does that even mean? I mean, that's great. I can just not send you the audio of my laughing and then I'll win. Or you could just turn it off and not listen. Exactly. <laughs> we, we'd have to be strapped into chairs in an actual room in order to do that one. Yeah. Because you could just cheat on the internet. Prophet of Jupiter says a version of the old TV game show Make Me Laugh with Glitbiter as the contestant. Does that mean we have to make you laugh? What? I don't even know. What is Make Me Laugh? I don't know. Make me laugh. I want you to make me laugh like you used to. Why do I have to be the contestant? Do we have to come up with the comedy or can we like link you to just YouTube videos? What does make me laugh? Make me laugh. I guess I guess maybe they think uh, that you're a bit of a grumpus. <laughs> I'm a grumpist. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, you're cold and mechanical. I mean, hey, did you see that uh, that artwork of me? 
super cold and mechanical. That's the reference I'm going for. Make Me Laugh was an American game show in which contestants watched three stand-up comedians performing their acts one at a time, earning $1 for every second that they could make it through without laughing. Each comedian had 60 seconds to try and make the contestant laugh for a maximum of $180. Okay, so basically you three have to make me laugh. Well, yeah, that, we can't do that unless we're in a room together. Yeah, because you could cheat, because obviously you'd have to turn down the sound, because uh, everything I say is hilarious, ha, if you ha, actually listen. Ha, ha, ha. See, guys, uh. I fucking, I, I get a dollar! Or do you get a dollar? But why did the bicycle have a kickstand? <laughs> no, I made you laugh! I made you laugh! No, I win! <laughs> no, we're not playing this fucking game. That's not no, what it was. <laughs> I did it! I'm so good at this. What was the joke? Why did the bicycle have a kickstand? I don't remember the answer. Because it was too tired. Wait, wasn't this the one that I got mad at you for? Yeah. Oh, we, that's a deleted scene, isn't it? <laughs> the good one was the... the I don't remember the actual Oh, joke, Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Oh, Michelangelo. Michelangelo. <laughs> Was it like That's right. what is the artist? Oh god. What what artist classical like Who cares? whatever. The answer is Psychelangelo. It's, it's like, Psychelangelo. That's right. I needed you stitches last time too. <laughs> <laughs> so bad but so funny. Hey Marco. Yo. Play me some music, man. You want me to pick a song? Yeah. So Crockett has an awesome new album out. Um, it's a little bit different for him this time. Um, it's a little bit of chill wave in there and some modern beats and I don't know, all sorts of stuff. I don't know how to categorize this one, but it's really good. It's available at crockett.bandcamp.com. Uh, the album itself is called Interference, and I'm going to play the title track off it, please.
right, and that was Interference by Crockett from the Interference album. I guess they, that's called the, the titular Interference <laughs> because it's the title track. Tits. Tits. You can't get, say it. <laughs> Tits. Uh, we're all there. We're all there. <laughs> Tell me something fun you've done lately, Florence. I have a good story. I had a really great celebrity sighting yesterday. Ooh. You know, everyone's like, oh, you live in L.A. Do you see celebrities all the time? And I'm like, no. Because Mike, do the theme song. Hot goss. Dun, dun, dun. What? Hey. Right. I guess the hot goss is the name of the segment, I guess. <laughs> because that makes so much sense. Yeah, gossip. Gossip. You know what the problem with that thing was? It was too short. Hot goss. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, there you fuck. go. Um, but no, so like I, people are like, oh, do you see celebrities all the time? And I'm like, no, because I usually don't recognize them because I don't know anybody. <laughs> and I'm blind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, go on. But yesterday I saw, drumroll, I saw Dominic Monaghan. Hey! At the grocery store. Charlie, not Penny's boat. Really, really exciting. I spent a lot of time trying to figure out if it was him because usually I see a celebrity and I'm like, I'm second guessing myself here. Is that this person? And so I like made a note of like, oh, this guy has a tattoo here so i'll look him up later and sure enough i looked him up later and it was him and he also like i saw him walking around the grocery store and like finding stuff but also he got in back of me in line at the register oh my god was he playing his hit you are all everybody is that his hit <laughs> yeah from from lost or the band they were in hot gods dominic monahan and evangeline lily used to date while they were filming that show <gasps> Did you, like, as you're putting your food on the cash register, be like, Buckleberry Fairy, or whatever, like, did you try and throw? No, but uh, I can't take credit for this one, but I, I did, I texted my cousin immediately, and I was like, oh my god, Dominic Monaghan was at the grocery store, and he was right behind me in the register, and the first thing she asked was, of what did he get a pint of? Ooh, that would have been good. I know, I know. You can sing the Green Dragon song. He got a bunch of, like, frozen pizzas and frozen fruit, I think. <laughs> I think that's what I saw him take out of his cart. He was going to make some protein smoothies. I'm sure that's what he's doing. He was frozen doing. pizza yeah, and frozen, frozen fruit and soy milk, just like fucking pouring it into a blender. Just <laughs> follow yeah, me. He he juices everything. What are what are some other Mary quotes? Mary? You can drink them fancy ales. You can drink them by the flagon. Oh my god! Let's it go. And then it's like something, uh, something, 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 something in between. Thing. And it comes and from the green dragon. dragon. Jesus. <laughs> Clearly we both don't know that one because it just... Is he the one who goes, the big one, the big one? The big one, big one. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. My favorite of those is uh, when they're stoned as hell and um, Gimli comes up. They just killed uh, Saruman. They're smoking that long leaf mm-hmm. and they're eating meat. And they're like, what are you hobbits doing? Drinking and smoking. And it's like... I am enjoying some delicious salted pork. No, he That's goes, right. we are sitting. That's what he says. Yeah, and then Gimli's like, salted pork. Salted pork. Yeah. <laughs> you can look. <laughs> what a useful segment this has become. <laughs> hey, did you know this? On May 22nd, 1985, Brewster's Millions, Rambo First Blood Part 2, and A View to a Kill all came out on the same day. And then Fletch came out the following week. And then The Goonies came out the following week. Wow. What a couple of weeks. But you're part of this world! 
That's Mary, right? When he's like yelling yeah, at that's uh, the, But you're part oh, of this world. Yeah. He's like, anything we say is fucking yeah, yeah. long. <laughs> you are very small. Oh, and then he when he falls on the carrot after they fall down that hill. I think I've broken something. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> well, that's exciting. I didn't see any celebrity. Yeah, that was one of my favorite ones because he's been in most of my favorite franchises and I knew exactly who he was. So I really like the important character he played in uh, uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah, it's so important. But he was in it. Yeah, as like random resistance fighter for no reason. It's just like, I was did- very excited to see Dominic Monaghan in Star Wars. So, how tall is he in real life? He's very short. I think I was taller than he was. He's literally hobbit sized. But you're tall. I mean, yeah. You're nine feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm nine feet tall, exactly. No, I think he was probably shorter than me. I'm 5'8". You know, I'm sure Wikipedia has his height, right? Yeah, you and his net worth. everybody. Find out his net worth. <laughs> That's the most important thing for me when I look up celebrities. Oh, we're doing that now? No, we're doing he's 5'7". Five, he's five, What's his net worth? He's 5'7". That's what it says. <laughs> yeah, but he automatically gets taller if his net worth is high. That's true. Sure. All right, now plug in Andy Last and see what his net worth is. Yeah. <laughs> it's negative. I know that. Do you have a Wikipedia page, Andy? No, I do not. We should, we should make you one. Make me one. Say my dink is like he really big in the Wikipedia page. They're not going to approve it because it, there's no official articles. You gotta have, you gotta be like in a magazine or a newspaper. Or exactly. Something. Official articles? You need an official articles to be. Yeah, a- it's bullshit. There have to be official sources for stuff on Wikipedia, or else, like if your account is too new, they like you have to go through all sorts of vetting processes. Oh, that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah, they gotta have links to like proof. Mm. Usually articles. That's right. Mm. You know it, what'll help you write a really good article is Grammarly.com. <laughs> 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 you could even write it yourself, Andy. <laughs> well, I need Grammarly to write it. That's the problem because I make a That's lot of right. errors. That's right. If you get Grammarly, you can write it. I mean, as a student, I'm happy that it's free. St. Elmo's Fire also came out at the end of the Goonies month, and then like a week later, Back to the Future came out. What a summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at the movies in 1985, and I know I went to see Back to the Future in the movies that year. I saw Rocky Four, which I thought was amazing. It's always Back to the Future. And I think I saw Jewel of the Nile in the movies. Are we talking about the movies now? Because I can... Well, he keeps referring to it. I don't know. Okay, so I'm looking at the top 50 of IMDb, and literally number 50 is my favorite one, and it's Return to Oz. Ooh, we've never talked about that movie before. It's a spooky movie. Was that 85 as well, was it? I fucking love that movie. Yeah, apparently that was 85. Princess Mombi. Oh, fuck yeah. Pee-wee's Big Adventure came out a week after Real Genius, which came out a week after Weird Science. Jesus. Company of Wool. Oh no, that's eighty four. What? Why are they? Why does this? Is this listed in the top? Because you're on IMDb. Got it's like it. someone's fan list. No, maybe top fifty movies of IMDb. But let's see. When was Company of Wolves released? Because maybe it was released in like December. So then it was like one of the top movies. Ah. Oh, maybe it was released in the U.S. in eighty five. Okay. That makes sense. How about this? Let's listen to some music and then we'll fucking sort this out. Marco. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do have another song for you. (laughs) I do, Andy. That's correct. Um, The song is Rapture 
by Acryl Madness. I think that's how it's pronounced. I think you say Blondie. This song is Rapture by Blondie. No, Rapture. Rapture. <laughs> oh, Rapture. 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 Yeah. Rapture. Thanks for interrupting me. See, I had a whole thing. Uh, I believe it's a Russian producer, and I haven't. Uh, I've only just discovered him now, and it's really good stuff. So check it out.
right, and that was Rupture by Acryl Madness. I hope that's how you say that. It's like acrylic, except just the first part. Exactly. Uh, A-C-R-Y-L. And that was a cool track that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, the kings of the Pattersons. There's Robert D. Bishop and Chris Dance with the 88. You guys are fantastic people. And uh, there's Mike Shima. He's... A cool guy. The coolest guy I know ever. <laughs> and uh, we're back. This is the uh, with the family show. I'm here with uh, Marco and Florence and Mike. And uh, we're just taking listener suggestions here as what to talk about. We're talking about 1985 in film. Mm-hmm. Marco mentioned Rocky Four, And two days ago, I was at the cheesesteak place. Do you guys eat cheesesteaks? Is that a thing on your, like lists. I eat cheesesteak sometimes. Yeah, I like it. There's actually a good cheesesteak place here-ish in LA. It's actually in Santa Monica, but... This place, it's called Way South Philly. Uh, I guess this is an ad, but... <laughs> no, it's all, like, Rocky-based. <laughs> they have, like, the Adrian. They have the Polly. They have the Drago. Yeah. And there's, like, cute little copy lines that are like, this sandwich will break you and shit. And uh, if you eat the equivalent of four... <laughs> I will break you. If, if a, sandwich a sandwich breaks me, I imagine that I'm going to have, like, horrible diarrhea or something. Like, it's a weird... They have the the Italian challenge or whatever it is. And if you eat the equivalent of four Rockies, which is, like, the classic sandwich, in 36 minutes, you get to name a sandwich. And I want to do it just so I have naming rights. And I'm, like, thinking up all these sandwich names. And, like, I want to reference Rocky Four, and I want to reference uh, James Brown. I want to name a sandwich Living in Cheese America. My girlfriend hates that <laughs> suggestion, but I think it's hilarious. If I owned a restaurant, I would never have a competition that will result in a whole bunch of people throwing up in my restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, like, all those people like, well, if you if you eat the fucking 40-pound burger, you get a free sticker. I'm like, you know, a lot of people are going to throw up 40 pounds of meat all over your floor because you're an idiot. <laughs> like, the competition would be like, hey, if you, like, open up the cash register and just dump money in and leave without us having to cook anything, you can name a sandwich. Like, there'd be, I, I need to make it easy on me and my business. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh man, I'm hungry now. <laughs> anyway, what are, what is your suggestions for uh, Rocky themed sandwiches? The Happy Birthday Polly. That's got to be a thing. The robot. The robot. What was the robot's name? It's the Happy Birthday Polly robot. <laughs> oh, do you have a name? It's a stupid scene. <laughs> okay. It's a stupid scene. <laughs> he goes. I love your rock. Yeah, name a sandwich that. <laughs> and like the people who order it have to say it just like that too or else they don't get it. Yeah, it's, it's going to have like five M's and it's called the Mickey. You know, uh, we had a suggestion here from a new Mark, and this is what you were saying, Mike, because he basically just explained time slap. Yeah. He says, how about a game where you pick some random topics and try to come up with a retro-themed movie pitch based on the topics? It's not important that it's good. What is important that you all get distracted and go off on the rails. <laughs> Even that second line was exactly that concept. <laughs> so, new Mark, you should know that uh, Mike used to spearhead a, a podcast called Time Slap where uh, a bunch of us got together and did that exact thing. What I want to do for bringing it back is contacting 80s and 90s actors who I think might be just up for having some goofing off fun. I want to get Alan Ruck. 
You and fucking it's get- Alan Ruck <laughs> and goddamn Al Roker. I tell you what, if if we get anybody, get the fucking bus driver from Speed. <laughs> I was just about to mention I want to get the uh, the construction worker from Speed. That guy seems like a pretty cool guy. <laughs> Basically anyone from Speed who is not too famous to get. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's a fun idea. I also want to get um other comedy podcast guys. Change it up a little bit. Like the bus driver from Speed. <laughs> yeah, he has a really good comedy podcast. Yeah. It could go bussing around. <laughs> Marco. Yo. What's your favorite movie from 1985? Probably, uh, in retrospect, probably Goonies. Mm. Is that okay? Or <laughs> Not for me. It is. Nobody says a word. I love the Goonies. Sorry. Enemy Mine. Have you guys seen Enemy Mine? I love that movie. Yeah, I love that movie. I've never seen it. I've only seen the cover art. Ah, so good. It's either on Netflix or Amazon. It's a little schmaltzy, but Dennis Quaid totally pulls it off. You know what's to freak me out as a kid? when I Because I saw it as a kid, right? Was that fucking... You know how the, the sand sucks in and it's got that little... Yeah, the, the snaky worm thing. Oh, yeah. it used to fucking give me nightmares, man. <laughs> now it just seems silly, but it really gave me nightmares. I used to, like, stress out if I'm playing in the sand pit, you know? I'd be like, <laughs> fuck, is there, like, a worm in there or something? Or fucking... Anyway, <laughs> you kind of had to be there, Andy. Um, I think it's uh, Lewis Gossett Jr. who plays the yeah. alien guy, but he's completely unrecognizable. Yep, it's him. He's the alien guy. Yeah, and he's eating that weird shit, remember? like this The green uh, balls. Uh, I, want, I always <laughs> wanted to eat the green balls because I, I feel like they might be sweet or something. I know, I know, right? It's actually pretty good. I mean, it looks like it. He's, Dennis Quaid starts eating it. Andy, ha- eat- what kind of balls do you like? <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> over here in Canada, we got uh, Tim Hortons franchise, and they have these things called Timbits, and they're balls, and I like them. I like the double chocolate ones, and uh, birthday cake. I find all birthday cake kind of like donuts and things like that, they're just like overly sweet. Mm. It's just that they have more sugar and like confetti sprinkles. Weren't you excited to eat the green balls because of how sweet they were? Yeah, but those are sustaining balls. You know, you can live on them. But they're the balls <laughs> in your imagination, like, because you don't know, right? What if- no, it's, it's their food. Like, they have have to eat these green balls that's what they eat imaginary mm. balls <laughs> yeah like you don't know florence is okay to ask you anything based on this line of uh conversation i don't know what you're talking about what kind of balls do you like boo mm. <laughs> Bulls. Bulls? 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm trying to think of ball shaped food that I like. I like donut holes. I do yeah. like donuts. Donuts are delicious. Fuck. You don't like meatballs? You know, meatballs are they're fine, but I'd rather have like <laughs> bolognese sauce with like the meat chopped up instead of like balls on my spaghetti. I feel like I'm more of a sausage link guy than a meatball guy. I think you're a fucking meatball. <laughs> what year did meatballs come out? No, the question is, Andy, what kind of, what is your favorite type of ball? He said, he said, uh, Timbits from Tim Hortons. Yeah, I'm going to say Timbits, I guess, or uh, Gumball. I like gum. Gumballs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about Dippin' Dots? I like Dippin' Dots. Those Dippin are little dots balls. Are, Dippin' Dots are great. They're circles, they're though. No, they're dots. They're, no, they're spheres. They're s- little spheres. I thought Dippin' Dots were dots. No. No, it's like tiny spherical dots that make up ice cream. At that point, is it a dot? Because a dot is flat. Someone's never been to a professional sporting event. But yeah, that's where you get Dippin' Dots, huh? <laughs> Do they still make Dippin' Dots? 
Andy, look up a picture of Dippin' Dots. They do still make Dippin' Dots because I was watching a commercial for All Elite Wrestling, the new TNT brand that they're like not WWF, Which is but it's way the same thing. better than WWE. All right, now. And one of the commercials was, oh my God, he's sticking his head in the Dippin' Dots because like the fight made its way out into the hallway. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and what I, what I thought was in my... What I thought in my head was, oh, Dippin' Dots are still around. <laughs> Wait, are Dippin' Dots, like, nerds? No, they're, like, nitrous frozen ice cream. I've never eaten Dippin' Dots. They're interesting, because when you get them, they're super cold. I need to see this wrestling thing <laughs> about Dippin' Dots. <laughs> Florence, I'll find it for you later. Hey, Marco. <laughs> you want another song? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you say, hey, Marco. Oh, I get it. They're trying to stick Cody Rhodes' head in the Dippin' Dots. Okay, I I see what's happening. No, this is amazing. Okay. And the announcer was like, oh, my God, he's sticking his head in the Dippin' Dots. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Marco, play me some music. We're going to talk about Dippin' Dots. All right. Well, Face Hugger has a new album out. It just came out last week. I don't know when this show is going to air, but uh, probably last month by the sounds of it. Anyway, it's really good stuff. It is called uh, Alienate. It's available at facexhugger.bandcamp.com. Uh, the track I want to play off it is actually uh, a bit more of a subdued, mellow track, but it's really, really good. Um, comatose. <laughs> All right. 
right, and that was Facehugger with the track Comatose. And that was a neat one. That was uh, Marco Pick, because he's picking all the uh, music this week on this lovely family show. Yay! With, uh, with uh, Marco and Florence and Mike, and I'd like to say that that was uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Jacob Wick with the 4488 and City Hunter. He's my favorite 42 guy. And then in the 2666 Club, well, there's Lucas Ceballos and Hugh Hefner. <clears throat> I gotta clear my throat. Fucking high schoolers. Police Academy 2. Thunderdome came out in 85. So that's That's a good one. Did it? Witness came out in 85. I liked Witness. That was a cool movie. Witness is a great movie. Witness is great. I I saw that when I was fairly young because my mom and I went to the Amish country and she was like, oh, we're going to watch Witness because it takes place in the Amish country before we went to the Amish country because I guess that was like the primer. Yeah, I was going to say, what a weird introduction to like... I know. I can't wait to go to Amish country where I can like shove ice cream in everyone's faces and they won't do anything. You mean Dippin' Dots? Well, whatever. That's a, that's a reference to witness. And Kelly McGillis shows her boobies too. Uh, do you guys like the uh, the Police Academy movies? No. I'll be honest with you. No. Oh, man. I, I think they're stupid. I think they're hilarious. They were funny at the time. Even though, like, number three with uh, David Spade where he plays like a punk skateboarder. That one's funny as hell too. Yeah, and what about, come on, you got a, the, the recurring joke about the Blue Oyster, that's hilarious, come yeah. on Andy. Yeah, come on Andy. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Hey man, you know I'm a big grump. <laughs> I don't give it up for comedies, man. Okay. Andy gives it up for Witness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, weird, Witness was also a movie in my house that we watched fairly often. Um, I, I like the music, like the score is great. I remember that whole, like, you know when they build the barn? Mm, yeah. And then the the music they play when they're like trying to find the kid and he's hiding in the bathroom. Yeah, like the score on that movie is really good. Witness. Yeah. Yep. Then that one dude gets killed where they open up the fucking silo and he gets covered with the grain. Witness. Tonight, ABC's Saturday Night Movie is Witness. Brewster's Millions. Listen, we got a suggestion. Uh, uh, I was asking people what we should talk about, and Hugh Hefner, who is technically Dr. Gear's friend on Twitter, says, The Zamboni driver in Toronto that came in as an emergency goalie last night. <laughs> do you know what that is, what? Mike? I don't, I don't watch hockey. Yes, I do. What is the suggestion? That's it. <laughs> That's not a suggestion. That's a headline. What? There was a 42-year-old Zamboni driver who came in to play for, was it the Hurricanes? I don't even remember. But it's a playoff game, I think. Oh, Zamboni driver. I just heard Zamboni yeah. and I didn't hear driver. So I was like, oh, the Zamboni is the goal. That, okay. Yeah, they put him Never into mind. the game and he wound up saving the game for them and they won the game. And they're going to bring him to the next game and give him a medal. But I don't know if he's going to be like in the game. They're like, okay, just calm it down. Zambo- Zambroni. I don't understand how hockey works exactly. I certainly couldn't just another member of the team play goalie or like once you're assigned goalie that's all you can be yeah i don't know i mean why would they need a zamboni driver is what i'm saying i mean surely there's got to be like healthier younger guys in the audience who can do that was he an old man <laughs> he's there with his uh all his stuff on and he's in the goal and he's like got a cigar and shit <laughs> he's like come on you fucking assholes yeah. bring it on <laughs> he just keeps shouting zamboni every time he like blocks a shot <laughs> Ooh, zamboni zamboni, zamboni. <laughs> 
And then uh, she suggests that we talk about passports, The Witcher. Yes, passports, Andy. See, you know what I was thinking, though? If I went to Neon, Rhode Island, it would still cost me a lot of money. See, I think that sometimes there's this idea that, like, I get the passport and all of a sudden I can just travel everywhere. Where the hell did you get an idea like that, Andy? What do you think? You just get a passport, you can just travel the world free of cost. No, but that's the way... Jesus Christ. I'm not saying... I'm the one who's being realistic here, right? Because everyone else just goes like, oh, get your passport and come out to England or get your passport as if, like, once I get the passport, the traveling part is easy. Well, Again, why don't you start a GoFundMe? And you could have, like, I could interview all the people at Neon Retro for, like, you did at whatever that one was in Toronto. No, fuck Synthwave. Let's go to Disney Asia. Let's go to Disney in China. Yeah, let's go to China. And just have a good time. Yeah, China. That's a great idea. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Kieran Knightley was born March 26, 1985. There you go. I guess. I feel like we should spend some time talking about Rocky IV, because that was, like, the quintessential movie, American movie, you know, of that era, surely. I mean, I, I, I grew up in Australia, and I watched that in the movies, mm-hmm. and after coming out of that movie, I was so inspired, I was so pro-American, I mean, I was like, I, I want to be, I'm, you know, American, the good guys, you know, like, I was just so into that shit, it was, it was great. <laughs> yeah, how did you feel about Rocky IV, Florence? It was great, it's one of my favorite, I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> never seen it! Oh, man. Uh. I should tease you all, by the way, that la- later on in the program, I've prepared a Nintendo trivia game. Oh, good. Ooh. Something else I can Why didn't you say at. that at the top of the show? What? Why didn't you say that at the top of the show? <laughs> Why don't you top of the show? That makes sense, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, do you have a crush on Raven Simone? Not at all. Hmm. That's not Raven. Do you? I used to have a crush on, um... Journey Smollett. Who? She was on a lot of. <gasps> she was on a lot of stuff like kids shows back in the day, and I was like, "Oh, I want her to be my girlfriend." That's how I used to talk. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> I I I don't even really think I had like a TV crush or whatever. Like I, I don't think I ever had that really. You never mm. had a TV crush, not Winnie from. No, I didn't watch no, that show. The Wonder Years. No, yeah, the Wonder Years. No, what about nothing? No, I mean, like, there were women on TV that I acknowledged were attractive, but I didn't, like, go, like, oh, golf fluttery when I watch TV or all excited or imaginative about, like, a potential future with them. Like, I just was like, yeah, it's a pretty lady on television. Like, Really? I, no one from Growing Pains or from Beverly Hills 90210? There must have been somebody, in. No, like, there was women who were attractive on TV who I'd be like, yes, that's an attractive lady, but I wouldn't be like, ooh, uh, you know, I wish she was my wife. You know, like, I didn't do any of that. Well, I never thought that. But. Winnie, Fred Savage, the Wonder Years. <laughs> whoa, 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 Winnie. For the record, I couldn't stand her. She was just, I don't know, she was just so difficult. And just, I don't know. She just, she really, I, I mean, some people did have a thing for her. I, that was definitely not one of mine. Jesus Christ. Andy used to have a crush on Murphy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny reference. Oh, that's good. Um, Well, speaking of Murphy Brown, uh, Marco, play me a track. (laughs) What's that got to do with Murphy Brown? I don't know. Hello Meteor has got an awesome new album out. Uh, I really love his style of music. Um, It's available at hellometeor.bandcamp.com. The album itself is called The Existence Wild, and I'm going to play the feature track. Sorry, the title track off it. Titular track. Nice. There you go. Thank you. 
And that was Hello Meteor with The Existence Wild. And that's a cool one. That was uh, Marco's pick. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club, Mr. Clint Dowling, Anthony, Alex Seligson, and A Star Apart. You guys are great. I was, I was trying to come up with a pun with like a star apart, but I couldn't uh, do it in time. I'm here with Florence and Mike and Marco. We're just talking about Murphy Brown. A great, <laughs> great show. My favorite movie from 85. On the Discord, Standing says, start an argument on which is better, pancakes or waffles? Oh yeah, mm. food stuff. See, there's so much to talk about food stuff. Mm. Are we going to talk about Commando that came out in 1985, <laughs> please? We can. Come on, it's one of the best movies ever made. What do you like uh, better, Marco? Pancakes or waffles? Probably waffles. If they're made, really good waffles, yeah. They're going to be good. What about you? That's a good question. I like pancakes. I like waffles, too. This person's put in brackets, the correct answer is French toast. I mean, that's definitely the wrong answer. Mm. No, I don't really like French toast. I used to eat it as a kid, but it's just kind of boring. I don't know. I like all of those things, but in certain situations. My mom makes really good French toast. There are places that have very good pancakes, and there are places that have very good waffles. I do like the fluffy waffles that just have like a very thin, crunchy exterior. Like Belgian waffles? Yeah, yeah, when it's got like the kind of powdered sugar on it. There's this place in LA. <laughs> that was gross. What was that noise? That, what that the fuck was that? That was the most awful noise. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no. Was that you, Florence? No. What was that? No. That was me. <laughs> What the fuck? It's the sound of, um, you know, seeing a waffle. You know, when you see a delicious food item and you go... Uh, <laughs> you stop beating off. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That is not the sound. <laughs> is that what you do when you see a waffle? <laughs> Witty, Fred Savage. No, wait, let me explain this goddamn waffle, though. So, like Fred, this place, this diner by me, they make this waffle called a Bossa Nova Waffle Sunday. So, it's a big Belgian waffle, but they pour a bunch of dolce de leche on it, so like creamy caramel. And they put a big old scoop of ice cream on it and a bunch of whipped cream. And it's the best. And you can get this thing every hour of the day. They're open 24 hours. So if you're like coming back from a bar at two in the morning and you need a Bossa Nova waffle Sunday, you can get it. Yeah, well, Florence, I think you're an idiot because pancakes is clearly the answer. But no, here's the thing. Pancakes no, can I, be No, I'm just, I'm, I, I just, I'm starting an argument. Oh, I see. The, the guy wants us to argue. Pancakes have the potential to be terrible. However, they're like, I fucking love IHOP pancakes. That's very true. You cannot go wrong with IHOP pancakes. Actually, Denny's, they changed their pancake recipe and it is really good now. They used to have terrible pancakes, but pancakes there are great. Actually, this place that makes this waffle sundae, they also have good pancakes. You know what's a really good uh, waffle? When you just go on vacation or whatever and you stay at some hotel and you can make your own waffle in the waffle maker. Mm. I don't know why, but that's just so satisfying. I never even eat the whole thing but it's just so fun to do so hungry now you guys thanks we had a waffle maker at my cafeteria freshman year in our like dorm cafeteria we had a waffle maker and it was branded with my school's logo on it too what (laughs) it was ridiculous (laughs) 
But there's always a uh, in the state oh. of Texas. Oh, yeah. There's always those yeah. uh, uh, at once around here. I had one of those when I was in Dallas. There you go. Yeah, when I was in Dallas for WrestleMania. WrestleMania. What are you doing? You doing a show? You doing music? I went to see WrestleMania in Dallas a few years ago. On purpose? Yes, on purpose. Cool. Was it expensive? I mean, I had to fly there and like get a hotel room with you know I split it with a bunch of friends but well yeah that's, that's not free Andy thinks that stuff's free once you get a <laughs> <It> passport was... <laughs> 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 it was fairly ex- I mean it was an expense the ticket itself the though. ticket did you get to see Vince McMahon do his walk um, that like yeah, yeah walk. I think yeah like I don't remember it specifically it's such a long event now though isn't it isn't it like six or seven hours or something ridiculous it's like five hours long. It was awful. No, the Dallas one was really terrible, but actually what we did is we got like $25 tickets, which were supposed to be standing room. Yes. So there were like certain areas, but we literally went up to the, like the nosebleed seats and just found seats that we could sit in. Sweet. 25 bucks is pretty good. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. But the year before we had gone, I went to WrestleMania two years in a row and we got like really expensive seats. We actually got like good seats. They were like $200 a piece. It was awful. Yeah. So, and we're like, we're not doing that again. We don't need to. And it was fine because the WrestleMania we had shitty seats for was a really shitty WrestleMania. So, I used to really like the wrestling. I used to like the uh, Attitude Era, but I guess it's kind of gone a bit soft nowadays. But I've always liked the spectacle of it. I don't know. There's something cool about wrestling. There just is. It's it's just it's an anomaly because it's uh, it's like basically a TV show about a wrestling promotion. Well, that's what they say. It's almost like a drama fucking thing for guys. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's exclusively for guys, but I mean, it, it really is. It is like a drama show, but then you get some fighting in it, too. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. kind of cool. And some of the stories are stupid, but sometimes the stories are great, too. Sometimes it's fucking hilarious. Clipbiter, <laughs> what would your wrestling name be? And don't say Clipbiter. Come up with something else. I don't know. The Amazing Spider-Man. Someone else, someone else give me suggestions for wrestling names. <laughs> are you into spiders? Uh. Anal Fista. What it? Anal Fista. <laughs> oh my god. What? Sorry. Uh, are you allowed to leave that in, Andy, or not? I'm crossing my arms and looking at you, trying to degrade this fucking family show with your filth. <laughs> Anal Fista. Can you name someone a phrase? Like, do wrestling people have phrase names? Like, you know, like horses. How, like, horses are, like, um, climbing to the top. And, uh, you know, like, shamrock gold. Like, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um... Florence, your name could be That So Florence. <laughs> and your theme song would be the That's So Raven theme song. <laughs> I don't actually know anything about That's So Raven. I, that is not a show that I really enjoyed that much. Uh, I hated that show. I hate her. <laughs> and that's Andy's crush. My, Jesus. Murphy Brown was good. <laughs> no, I want my theme song to be The Art of War by Sabaton. That's what I want my theme song to be. My wrestling theme song. I assume it goes... Um... Sure. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like it's dark. <laughs> Sabaton. Sabaton. All right, tell you what. I should play another song. Yeah, my theme song will be whatever Marco plays next. So what do you got for me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I always know when you get it. All right. Well, AM 1984 brought out an awesome new album. Uh, this is a pure synthwave right here. Uh, really good stuff. Now, the tracker picked to play off his new album, Testarossa. 
is uh, it's a little confusing because on his band camp it says it's called Stagfighter and on his uh, SoundCloud it says Starfighter. So whatever it is, give it a spin. It's really good stuff, Andy.
right, that was AM 1984 with... Now, so this is confusing. So is it Starfighter or Stagfighter? I'll send you the links for both. It's, uh, you take a pick. I'm, ge- I'm going with the Bandcamp version. Take your pick. Because I guess that's more official. You know, I don't know. So that was a mistake If Andy can I'm take guessing. his pick and he also just invent new ones too, <laughs> like Strawfighter and... Is he Russian? No. You're Russian. Retrowave Touch Records. Stretchfighter. <laughs> Stretchfighter. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, you know, whenever people <laughs> do like uh, an interesting spelling... And I look at the keyboard, and I go, is that letter near the other letter? You know what I mean? Like, so if it says stag fighter, like, is the... And the G is diagonally from the R on a keyboard. See, it's the same... It's the exact same song. I've sent you the links for both, but it's... I've checked. Yeah. I like stag fighter. It's kind of... Starfighter's just a... I don't know. Everyone knows Starfighter. Stag fighter's like, oh, what's that? That's cool. So we've got a little dilemma here. Hey, AM 1984... What's your song called, man? Stretch Fighter. My wrestling uh, <laughs> music would be the Police Academy song. And I'm like joking around now, like, <laughs> I don't look a clown. I feel weird about playing a song that I don't know the name of. <laughs> I feel oh, just relax. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no, no. Like, we're, we're still going to play it. I just, I, like, it's either Starfighter or Stagfighter, and it's by AM 1984. So go check out AM 1984. <laughs> He's like confused. I think it's Starfighter because it's on his SoundCloud. That's how he spells it. Maybe the label guy. He's from Italy. That could explain it. I don't know. <laughs> That's racist. Nah, bad Vicenzo's English is. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, the label's Russian. Yeah, but he's from Italy. No, who's Russian here? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, it says Moscow, Russia, the, the, the label itself. Well, this is the exciting things that happen when you have an international scene. You know who else is from Russia? Hmm. Vladimir Putin. He's in the news. <laughs> <laughs> um, play a game. This is from Jefferson Rift. Play a game of who can come up with the most pedantic complaint about Star Wars. I think that there wasn't enough dialogue from Ben Quadraneros. I think there's too many robots in it. Florence? <laughs> uh, pass. Marco? Oh, sorry. What was the question? I was just listening to a song. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I really like that new Roxy Drive song I was going to play next. It's really good. Sorry, what was the question? The the question is, uh, come up with the most pedantic complaint about Star Wars. Pedantic. Pedantic Pedantic throws me off. I mean... What does pedantic Mm. mean? I'm going to look up the word pedantic. Like, too many... There are too many robots is a perfect example. Yeah, that was mine. Yeah, I know. Of or like a pedant... Go fuck yourself, dictionary. That's an insult. Pedantic is almost always an insult referring to someone who is annoying for their attention to minor details, snobbish. A person who is excessively concerned with minor details. There are too many midi-chlorians. Too many midi-chlorians? Anakin has too many midi-chlorians. Yeah. <laughs> if they were going to reveal his midi-chlorian count, it should just have been a lower count. Hey, Mike. Yeah, man. We're going to play the Nintendo um, trivia game after the next song, but, m- okay. but Mike You've got four minutes to give me your review of the Sonic film, because you're the only one who watched it. Okay, Sonic the Hedgehog was an interesting experience. There were some cheesy lines, but overall, it was a fun experience. Like, it had better writing for a kid's movie, like along the lines of Jumanji. You know, the new Jumanji I'm talking about. Or the Lego movies. Those like They're written very well, and they're written self-aware. There's a lot of uh, adult-y kind of lines. There's a reference to speed. I don't know why I didn't see that coming, because Sonic speed, right... But um, I really enjoyed the speed reference, and then later in the end, like he he references speed. You guys are probably not going to see it, but he goes, he does the uh, um, pop quiz hot shot, <laughs> and I was 
like, yeah, that tickled my nostalgia bone. But what I think was a detriment to the movie was that it didn't have as many Sonic songs that we all know from the video games. There was one reference to, like, the Sonic Island music at the very beginning when he's actually on his Sonic Island. That's, like, where he's from. And then at the end, there is a reference to level one in Sonic 1. And it's very, very short. And I always felt like if the whole movie, if the entire score was built up of songs from the games, it would have that would have put the movie over the top and I would have just recommended it to everybody just like based on nostalgia overload because like that soundtrack I feel like is very special to me definitely and um, when you think of old school gaming the soundtracks that come to mind are like Super Mario Legend of Zelda Sonic the Hedgehog so I feel like Sonic was a very well loved franchise that I feel like maybe the trailer that they sent out with the weird thing was good for them because it gave them a chance to like uh oh uh people don't like this shit and so they like retooled it and I think the result was very entertaining and I think uh, James Marston he's a hot guy right he's fun to look at for two hours and then (laughs) Ben Schwartz my comedy hero I used to go see him do improv in New York City in a basement in 2006, and now he's doing movies and shit, and I'm like, yeah, good for you, and he's like the perfect voice for Sonic, because he's very, uh, he's fast, he's witty, and it, it all, like, all the elements gel together really well, and I think you're gonna be more entertained by it than you are gonna be disappointed by it. Even if you're going into it with a negative attitude, I feel like it's gonna put a smile on your face at some point. All right, how many fucking, uh, what's the rating system for this? Chaos Emeralds? Rings, Sonics. What do you want it to be? I was thinking a seven, maybe a seven point two five. I can't give it a seven point five. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's better than average. Maybe not as good as an eight. Like if it came on TV, I'd watch it again. This has been a uh, Beyond Synth movie review with Mike. P.S. There's some lines where Jim Carrey as Robotnik, he's supposed to be like the genius guy of the world. He's being mean to everybody else. Like, you're dumb and I'm smarter. And I feel like it came off as just mean a lot of times when it was supposed to be comedy. It turned it into like cringe. It's like, we're going to use Jim Carrey to his potential. And like the writing wasn't there because Jim Carrey was putting 100% in. He chewed that scenery up. P.S. over. All right, man. So 7.2 uh, Sonics out of 10. Sonics! From Mike. <laughs> Did anybody else do uh, watch anything they want to review? I saw the Sting musical. What? The last, What's that? The Last Ship. It's the musical that Sting wrote. And he from performed when? in it. From when? What? Yeah. Yeah, from he, when? I don't... He... The, I is it 1985? Like, Isn't he dead? No, Sting is very much alive. Oh shit! Sorry, I thought he died. <laughs> are, you, are you thinking of the wrestler who is also still alive? Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, that must be it. No, the, the musician Sting. Sting. Now I'm just imagining police. Sting the wrestler fronting the police. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, how about this? That would be interesting, actually. I want to. Uh, I want to hear your review, but we have to listen to. Uh, we have to listen to a song first. I see the red, you <laughs> That's the only one I know, and I don't even know the lyrics. I moved away from the microphone to sing it, and then Mike beat me to it. <laughs> Uh, Marco, what do you got? All right, I'm going to play the song I was just referring to earlier. Um, Roxy Drive has got an awesome new track out. It features Nebula Black. It's called Breathe You. It's available on SoundCloud and Bandcamp and all the regular streaming services. Uh, Do check it out. It's really good stuff.
right, and that was Roxy Drive featuring Nebula Black with the track Breathe You. Did you know that Grammarly now comes in an easy Chrome extension? You can just add it in like a second. Listen. No, wait, but I just wanted to mention that 1985 had some really good horror movies too. Just real quick. Sorry, Andy. I've got to get this in before we change the topic. Mm. There was Return of the Living Dead. Day of the Dead and Reanimator, three absolute classics. And Once Bitten, another James Carey masterpiece. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Not as good as these. Once Bitten. The best, that part, the best part of Once Bitten is that song. Uh, the um, who's it by? The theme song, right? What's his fucking name? It's a German guy, but it's a remix. It's so good. What the fuck's that guy's name? I feel like his name starts with an H. Horgio Horoder. No. <laughs> 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 uh, Hubert Ka. Hubert Ka. Yeah, you beat me too. And it. the song is called The Picture. Uh, the Picture, the Francois Kevorkian 12 inch remix. And it is a great song. Uh, it was uh, Protector 101 who turned me onto the track. I had never seen the movie before. That was years ago. And uh, here's a sample. Anyway, uh, you know, I should say that that track that that you played, Marco, it was brought to you by uh, my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. There's Restless Nights, Honeybeard, Tim Carlton, Johnny Five, and Pattern Shift. And uh, we're just having a fun family show here with uh, mm. with Florence and Marco and Mike. We've talked about wrestling. We've talked about uh, what else? Movies. Movies. So you want to play some Nintendo trivia? All right. I thought Florence was going to review the Sting mi- musical. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, review the yeah, Sting musical. you interrupted her. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Florence, you got to stand up for yourself, girl. Yeah, well, I forgot about it, too. So the Sting musical, uh, Sting, wrote, I believe he wrote the music, and he was definitely the performer in, or one of the characters in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I had seen the show, actually, in New York years ago, I think in, like, 2014, which is when it first came out, I believe. And I don't really remember it that much because the story, not too great. The music's great. The performances were great. But uh, the story just didn't really hold my attention too much. Does he use police songs or is it all new music? Oh, no, it's all new music. Okay. So, yeah. I think Sting might have had some sort of, like, relationship to this particular story. It was about, like, a shipyard and the workers in the shipyard and they were building this ship but there were no buyers for the ship and then like the man was like oh we're gonna shut down the shipyard because there's no buyers and you need to go all find new jobs and they're like no these are our jobs and we're gonna build this ship and stuff and it was you know it it then this old blonde guy shows up who can fuck for hours. Whoa. Sting is uh, big into tantric sex. Remember that? <laughs> is he? Yeah, that's a real thing. Do you think it's okay for Quentin Tarantino to be so blatant about the foot thing? <laughs> like, I feel like people give him a pass, but, like, that's weird, right? I mean, at least it's just feet. <laughs> what if it was noses? And he was, like, licking Salma Hayek's just... nose. Nice. <laughs> That's your thing. <laughs> yeah. When you become a filmmaker, <laughs> it's going to be all hot nose shots. Yeah, I love big beak noses. <laughs> Let's do Nintendo trivia. Okay, Nintendo trivia time. Uh, I don't know, because there's only... No, Andy's got a point to make about somebody's nose. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I don't mind if it's his thing, but like it's never part of the fucking story. Like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's just some girl's feet on the windshield. You know, like it's never a thing that's like it has to be there in the movie. But if it's there in every single movie, then it's a problem because he's losing sight of the story to be self-indulgent. No, I agree. Like, and I, I mean, I know what you're saying. Like, I never used to think about it. It wasn't until Kill Bill just because there were such blatantly gross feet shots in that movie yeah. that made me go like, what's up with all the weird feet shots? You know what I mean? Like, I think he took it too far and then <laughs> and then now it's like obviously like a running joke. Yeah, it's like an inside joke, but like, it's almost like the Wilhelm scream. Like, I like it and it's there and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, once it's there, I can't stop thinking about everything else about the Wilhelm scream. And all I want to do is like be here for the movie right now. To be honest with you, I was thinking about this exact topic the other day and had a lot of things to say about it, but now that you've brought it up at this moment in the day, I've completely forgot all of the things I had to say. Because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> if we were to, like, because the other nay, I, uh, the other nay. <laughs> okay. Maybe if I had Grammarly, it would help. <laughs> <laughs> we are on fire. Does it work with horses though? Because apparently Andy's a horse. Yeah, fucking uh, the no, I don't. Um, Nay, nah. yeah, Andy thinking, loves horse noses. Well, the, <laughs> schnout. All right, just keep yeah, going. just like every movie he makes, there's like some horse that's like licking the camera because he likes how close the horse noses to the. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Is it even called a nose? Andy, you're a freak. <laughs> <laughs> nothing better than just projecting on another person and then getting mad at them for the, 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 the I love it for the, the character you've created for them like there's something to me that's so funny about that <laughs> oh, well, well, we'll do it after the next song. That's, I'm ready for some trippy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, how about this? Let's uh, let's listen to another song, and then we'll uh, then we will do Nintendo trivia. Oh yeah, that's me. Another song. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Marco's on a different podcast right now. Yeah. I am. <laughs> All like, right. So. <laughs> Time Travel has got a new song out. Um, I'm really liking this at the moment. He's quite a prolific producer at the moment. He's bringing out a lot of good stuff in the last year or so. He hails from Argentina, and his new song is called Nebula V2, version 2.
right, and that was Time Travel with the track Nebula, version 2. So I don't know where version 1 is, but I look forward to version 3. Uh, it's always nice when people uh, include that stuff in the actual... Is that actually in the song title? V2, yeah. I mean, it could be just V2. I presume it's version 2. I'm sure he's got a track called... Uh, I'll find out for you, Andy. How's that? Yeah, man. Do the goddamn research. V2, Verminator 2... Vudgement Vudge Day, yeah, all right, and that was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the twenty-five dollar club. There's Kempson, Martin Larby, Gregorio Franco, and Blake Peterson. Hey, I popped in on Gregorio's Twitch the other day. He was playing Sekiro V2, the Vitey Fox. Wow, wow. <laughs> Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> All right, so ready for some Nintendo trivia? No. no. Sure. All right. <laughs> so I guess we'll go around. So I'll ask a question, and then I guess I'll go to Florence first. Oh, good. What's the format going to be? You're going to do it like where one person gets it, and the next person picks up the point if they don't get it? So basically, if, if you get it wrong, it goes to the next person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sure. they have a chance to pick it up. All right, so here we go. Ready? Go. Nintendo trivia. All right, so this is for you, Florence. Ready? Okay. What was Mario's original name? Uh, was it... Oh. Well, I'm going to give you choices. Oh, it's multiple choice. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Was it A, Armano, B, Mr. Plumber, C, Jumpman, or D... Suspender Pete. <laughs> I want to say it was C. Jumpman. That is correct. Fuck yeah. Get out. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice work, Florence. Damn, I wouldn't have picked that. No way. My joke answer was going to yeah. be Spaghetti Man. <laughs> All right, Marco. Here we go. What was the first Nintendo game to have a save feature. Fuck, I don't know. Was it A, Mario World, B, The Legend of Zelda, C, Metroid, or D, Save Game City? <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to go with... Was there? Any, it must be Super Mario World. It's got to be. That is incorrect. Oh, fuck you. Mike. <laughs> 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 oh my god Marco this is a children's show Come on Yeah yeah sure is Alright Mike can you can you Kids steal listen it? to this uh, I think it's Legend of Zelda It is indeed the Legend of Zelda The original Legend of Zelda on NES Yeah Ah oh, fuck you guys First game to have a backup <laughs> battery with a save function Because before that all games were password saves Yeah I thought that was password I'm sure it was I don't know Whatever. Yeah, yeah. This game sucks. <laughs> Florence, mm-hmm. what was the first Super Nintendo game to use the Super FX chip? Is it A, Wing Commander, B, FX the game based on the movie FX, Yes. C, Star Fox, or D, FX2 the game based on FX the TV series? <laughs> Dude, that, oh, why don't you give me an easy one uh, like that? Is this supposed to be easy? Mm-hmm. Marco, yes. don't flaunt your well, skills. Well, I'm probably going to get it wrong, so it's yours. I'm just going to go for Star Fox, because that's literally the only game I <laughs> yes, know Yes, thank you. There you go. You is are that, correct. Is that right? It is indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See how easy it was? All right, here we go. God damn. 
I didn't mean to. I did not mean to get that right. I'm sorry, Marco. <laughs> All right, Marco. Oh, he comes a tough one again. What was Nintendo's original line of business oh, when it was founded in 1889? Was it A, video games, B, playing cards, C, sports gambling kiosks, or D, pork rendering? Hulk rendering? Mm. Um, that's definitely not the answer. Uh, it'd have to be one, surely. What? It might... One. Is that your final answer? It's either one or it's the fucking... The gambling one. I can't remember. I don't fucking know, man. I really hope it's pork rendering. Okay, you, it's definitely uh, not pork rendering. you are incorrect. Uh, Mark, or <laughs> Mike, can you steal it? God damn it. Did you really say 1889? I did. It's, it's got to be playing cards. It is indeed playing cards. Marco, the answer isn't the... It's the context, baby. It's like Jeopardy. See, because they were founded in 1889, so there were no video games in 1889. I didn't hear the 1889. Did you really say 1899? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And that was like... What was the other one? Self-serve kiosks? Sports, no, sports gambling, gambling kiosks. kiosks. I was like, that can't be right. That's... <laughs> All right, here you go. Game sucks. Uh, Florence. Yeah. What is the first Nintendo game to feature Mario in it? Was it A, Mario Bros, Bros. B, Wrecking Crew, give her lazy ones. C, Donkey Kong, or D, Spaghetti Babies? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is C, Donkey Kong. That is correct. You give Fuck all the yeah. easy ones. Fuck Jesus yeah. Christ. This is the order they came in that you guys oh wanted me to God. do this. All right. Spaghetti This is going to be really babies. fucking funny if it's I win. Pasta sauce okay. for is that you. a real game? What? Spaghetti, spaghetti babies? babies? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's got um, spaghetti Kermit and spaghetti piggy. All right. Uh, Marco. Yes. Give me another difficult one. Go on. So Mario Party, certain mini games required players to rotate the Nintendo 64 controller's analog stick as fast as they could. Right. Some players... Reportedly got blisters, friction burns, and lacerations from rotating the analog stick using the palms of their hands instead of using mm-hmm. their thumb. What did Nintendo provide to anyone who hurt their hands while playing the game? What the hell am I supposed to know? Which could have potentially cost Nintendo $80 million. There wasn't a lawsuit. But anyway, so what did Nintendo provide to the people who hurt their hands while playing Mario Party. What? Was it A, a new controller? B, gloves? C, controller lube? Or D, <laughs> a cotton joystick replacement? And what was one and two again? <laughs> one was a new controller and B was gloves. It's going to be one of those two. I don't fucking know. A new controller? Gloves. Gloves. They provided gloves. You are correct. Oh, finally! Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I just guessed that, too. I knew it had to be one of those two. I can't tell if you're angry at the game or yourself. <laughs> I'm angry at all of you. I am not angry at myself. No. I'm the victim in all this. I'm the victim. Thanks, Mike. Oh, gosh. Jesus Christ. Always blame the victim. All right, look, I got three more questions, but maybe we should listen to a song first, and then we'll finish the game. Want another song? Mm-hmm. All right, Essinger has got an awesome new album out at the moment. I know people are enjoying it all throughout the scene, and uh, the album is called After Dark. It's available at Essinger. 
www.bandcamp.com. The track I decided to play off it, I had a trouble picking just one. But the one I went with was Exopolitan. Yeah. 
Right, and that was Essinger with the track Exopolitan. And that's a cool one. It uh, was uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Ashley Keegan with the 2049, Andy's Laugh with the 20, and Rachel Buchman with the 1985, and Morat with the 1984. And we're back with the Beyond Synth family, Marco, Mike, and Florence, and we are continuing our Nintendo trivia game. So we got three questions left. So uh, I guess we're at, we're at Mike, right? I'm next, yeah. Florence, you have three, right? Yeah. Okay. And what does Mike have, two? I have two. All right, here we go. Which pro baseball team did Nintendo become majority owner of in 1992? Was it A, the Seattle Mariners, B, the Tampa Bay Rays, C, Kansas City Royals, or D, the Cleveland Baseballs? Oh, my God. <laughs> the... um. I can hear you laughing at your own joke. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Giggling at himself. <laughs> Cleveland baseballs. baseballs. Yeah. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Before you said anything, I was kind of thinking the Seattle Mariners, so that has to be my answer. That is correct. Oh! That was like a perfect question for Mike. <laughs> no, it's like you, you just literally just, you know, make questions specifically for Mike. I'm literally reading them in the order that I've prepared them. Bullshit. But doesn't this always happen, Mark? Yeah, it always happens. It? It's just a coincidence. Well, Every this time, always it's happens, except I get nothing that I know. And yeah. I've actually <laughs> known definitely two. Well, no, I didn't know. That. No, I've guessed on two. Never mind. Whatever. Well, he gives you, he gives you the easy ones, and then Mike, he gives him questions that are tailor-made for well, you. Let's see That's if this is easy. Let's see if this one's easy. You'll give him like a Ghostbuster question. I just happens to fall on Mike. Oh, oh yeah. What, a what is Mike Mendoza's middle name? All right. Uh. Well, let's see if this one's easy. All right, here All you right. go. Ready? Florence. Mm-hmm. In the opening of Mario 64, Mario receives a letter from Princess Peach. What does she say in the letter? A. That she wants Mario to see her try on new dresses. <laughs> B. That she has baked a cake for him. C. That she needs Mario to deliver a package. Or D. That she lost her crown. Okay, I don't know this, but I think... Is it... She wants Mario to deliver a package? That is incorrect. Okay, Marco there you go. Would have to be B. Cake. You are correct. She baked a cake yeah, for him. Yeah, I was I just remember it from playing it. That's the only reason I fucking So here you go, Mike. This is the last question. He's got to win. If you get this, you win. There exists some Mario themed porn parodies featuring Ron Uh-oh. Jeremy in the Mario role. <laughs> oh god. That's right. What were these films called? Was it A? Super Horneo Brothers and Super Horneo Brothers 2. Oh, man. B, Super Mario Boners. C, Super Scrotio Bangers. Or D, Slutter Ponyo Fuckers. Oh, my God. Can you compose yourself and say it, please? (laughs) Come on. <laughs> Almost so, there. So, Hold on, just so, take a breath. <laughs> Slutter Bonio fuckers. 
Slutter booty, you fuckers. This is so stupid. Sorry. Sorry, I'm just just laughing because it's nonsense. Now, this is the hardest one of all because uh, I have to, like... Cheat? Deduce. No, I have to deduce, like, which of these is, like, which one didn't Andy write? Ugh. You, want me to read you them said again? there was Super Mario Boners? So here they are. Okay. Super Hornio Brothers and Super Hornio Brothers 2. Uh. Super Mario Boners. Super Scra- <laughs> Super Super Scra- <laughs> 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 It's so stupid. <laughs> super what? I'm only laughing because it's so stupid. I'm sorry. Okay. It's not even number four yet. It's just number three. (laughs) Well, because this one's so obviously fake. Uh, Super, super scrodeo. (laughs) 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 Scrodeo bangers. Uh, And then what was the last one? Super bangio fuckers. <laughs> My eyes are full of tears. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm done. Uh, it was uh, that one is slutter bonio fuckers. <laughs> slutter. <laughs> okay, okay, I think that it's. Super Horneo Brothers and Super Horneo Brothers 2. Because I don't think Nintendo would allow them to actually use the phrase Super Mario in their porn parody. You are correct! Oh! oh. Thanks, it. So, uh, I think technically what happened was Nintendo. That's hard Nintendo for all of us. Nintendo actually bought the rights to those movies so that they wouldn't get released. <laughs> really? So, like, Super Horneo Brothers 1 and 2 actually exist, and then Nintendo kind of bought them, so they technically own the rights to some <laughs> porn because they just didn't want it to see the light of day. Ooh, fun trivia. Yeah! Esteemed members of the board, I have a suggestion. Let's move into porn movies and baseball teams. It will um, increase our revenue. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I was thinking you were making a serious suggestion that I was, uh, for like next time, next week's show or whatever, if we do that, it's going to like hit the target demographic better. <laughs> I feel like my audience is a bunch of pervs. <laughs> I'm going to get like a headache from laughing. That was fucking ridiculous. Just, you know, like when I make the fake answer, which is usually D, it like <laughs> when I <laughs> when I get to it, I'm always just like, they're so dumb. Like, you know, I'm used to like making jokes that aren't clever at all. Like they're just stupid. <laughs> And for some reason, it just brings me so much joy to read them. Oh, wait. And Andy, you made up these potential questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made oh, these all up. Oh, good. That makes this so much better. Yeah, no, because, yeah, like, my Mario's original name, my joke answer was Suspender Pete. What was the first Nintendo game to have a save feature? Save Game City? Save Game City. I was <laughs> like, yep. Um, Spaghetti Babies is pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, that was just because it was the first game to feature Mario, so the joke is that he'd be a baby. Uh Uh-huh. Which is why I I, kind of noticed that you stayed a little suspiciously quiet for when I said, I was thinking Spaghetti Man, and you had, like, nothing to say. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That joke is coming, yeah. (laughs) I'm just as stupid as you. (laughs) 
fuck. <sighs> Anyways, look, I want to end on a high note here. So how about we wrap this show up? Do you have another um, track you want to play, Marco? I think I got one more, but uh, this is actually an older track that I'm going to play from Mile Peril. But he just uh, released it on SoundCloud uh, a couple of days ago, and it's really good stuff. So why not give it a spin? This is Mile Peril with Alpha Zone.
right, and that was Alpha Zone by Mild Peril. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Six Mill and Hampus ML and Ken Giroux in the $15 Club, along with that sneaky Chatterack. And of course, there's Mads Baron Christensen, Prophet of Jupiter, and we will never forget the immortal Chris Lyalane. And I'm here with the Beyonce family, and we're going to wind down here and wrap up. So, uh, do you guys have anything you want to say? I saw Boomerang in theaters on Wednesday. That was pretty awesome. The original Boomerang? <laughs> yeah, Boomerang was the prequel to, uh, to Cocky Dial Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eddie Murphy is in a movie called Boomerang, and it's a romantic comedy with that. Uh, That's what you saw? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Boomerang the movie. Cool, cool. I saw it in theaters and everyone, like, you could tell that people were there for, like, nostalgic reasons. And I liked that, you know, you know, like, if you went to go see Back to the Future in theaters and, you know, you know all the lines and you laugh at all the jokes and, like, you, you know, people had Boomerang as their movie. And I just enjoyed, like, that everyone in the audience had such a good time for a movie that came out in 1992. That's yeah. fun. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> I'm not good at hosting a show. I never claimed to be. <laughs> God, Andy. <laughs> oh, that's great. You're really not into it, Andy. Yay, <laughs> So that's my plug. Florence, what you got going on? I'm not going to die of carbon monoxide poisoning. Another thing that happened to me last night, my carbon monoxide alarm started what? going off, and I was like, hmm, that's cool. Jesus. But it turns out I just need to replace it because it's, like, too old. That's a good plug, too. Mm. We're doing so good on the plugs. Yeah. So we got uh, Mike's a boomerang and your carbon monoxide... <laughs> <laughs> fucking alarm needs to be replaced. How about yep. you, Marco? I'm going to go get high right now and <laughs> play some Red Dead Redemption 2, which I'm absolutely loving at the moment. And I might go watch some Narcos Season 2 Mexico, which is really good too. So I've got a fun night planned. Oh, it has it has Diego Luna. Yeah, he's... Uh, I like that guy. Cassian Andor. Who? Diego Cassian Luna. Cassian Andor. He's in Star Wars. Wars. Oh, God. Good one. Good movie. What are you going to do, Andy? Yeah, what, what are you, you going to do, do tonight, Andy? Huh? Huh? Say something pedantic. Well, I'm going to uh, do some dishes, uh, make some dinner, and... Oh, I picked up that game Dreams on the PlayStation, so I think I'm going to start streaming some of that. Maybe not tonight, but this week sometime. There you go. Have you, like, turned it... Have you, like, used it so far? <laughs> used it. Have you used the game? I mean, it's huge, because you can make anything you want. Like, you can make games, you can make uh, animations and music and stuff like that, so... so I'm asking, like, have you, like... Have you started it at all? Have you done anything? I've just done some tutorials. I've just, like, played through. But, but the fun thing is you can play games that other people have made. Oh, cool. So I've been playing some Doctor Who ones. Some guy recreated Goldeneye Level 1. Um, like, it's, it's actually a really impressive game. Like, you can make, like, a first-person shooter in it if you want to. And it, like, f- full-on is a game. Like, you can make all sorts of things. And so I think it's going to actually be a really fun game to stream because you can just pick a topic, like, with the people in the <laughs> chat and then play all the games that are, you know, connected to that topic or whatever. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. So, so basically, Beyond Synth is canceled because Andy's going to try to make his dream game and become obsessed with it. No, just another hour. Just another hour. And it's I don't like think I years can, later. I can't make my dream game with this game, I don't think. Uh, I don't know how complex you can make a game in this, but... Uh, oh, you'll figure out how to overcomplicate it. <laughs> yeah, it might be, but it might be a useful tool in like, you know, making like, this is what I want something to look like, you know? Even to do like simple 3D, whatever, this is dumb. Look, <laughs> I got the game, that's what I'm gonna do. So... 
smoke that and smoke you. Living in Cheese America. That is what we call an <laughs> unnecessary callback. We didn't get to talk about music. We didn't get really get to talk about music from 1985, but that's okay. We'll do it another time. Yeah, man. Ne- maybe next time we do the show, I'll actually like. It's fun because whenever I actually do plan a thing, I, I'm always happy that I did. I just never do. Like, when I do the trivia stuff, it actually, it's fun to make a little trivia game. It makes me smile, but I just... I wish that you had, like, ten more... Every time we do this, and, like, when you do the multiple choice ones, I always want there to be more, and I feel like I want, like, twenty more questions. So maybe that's, like, a thing that, like, you prepare for the next time, is, like, even more trivia questions. Maybe one of these days I should put together a, um, a compilation episode of all the trivia segments from the... <laughs> I feel like there have been a few. I don't remember the damn episodes, though. Maybe I'll start keeping track now. Anyway, look, everybody, have a lovely uh, few weeks or whenever the hell we talk again. It's always nice to uh, chat with the Beyond Synth family. Bye. You too. Hashtag bye. All right, thanks, Counts. <laughs> See you, everybody. Marco. <laughs> bye. <laughs> it's like everyone's a fucking deflating balloon. Bye. Thanks for If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com slash beyondsynth, or you can donate directly on beyondsynth.com. Beyond Synth can be found on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. And remember to like and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time... time.